we are gregarious human, gregarious people. God created us to interface with other people, to have communion and fellowship and relationships with other people. And uh, because we, were, we are all from different backgrounds, different upbringings, different ideologies, one way or the other, somebody will step on your toe. Somebody will cause you some pain. Somebody will hurt you. It is your response to these um, experiences that determine whether or not you will be better. Hallelujah. Um, no matter what, you would experience something in life that will cause you some pain. Except there is something wrong with you. Except there is something wrong with you. Even as I am beginning the introduction, some of you can readily recall some experiences you've, you have had in your life. Some of you can readily remember some things that you have gone through. And, and you see, many people are product of their experiences. Many of us just come to the place in our lives where we are meeting the, the person as he is because of the things they have gone through and the things they have experienced in life. This was not how they used to be. This was not how they, they, they were brought up. This was not how they thought themselves to be but some experiences that they have gone through in life has transformed them to become something they are not i pray for you that any bitterness in you that is making you into something you are not originally by the power in the name of the lord jesus may you be healed of the bitterness of heart in the name of jesus somebody shout yes now hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 that will form the basis upon which we build this conversation we will deal with um the the, the some of, deal with some of the examples of things that can make you better by no means would the list be exhaustive but as much as possible we'll touch on uh, as many areas as possible then if time permits we'll begin to look at the manifestations of bitterness how does it look like how does it present and then we will look at in the subsequent weeks we'll look at the effects of bitterness the consequences there are physical consequences there are spiritual consequences there are even mental consequences of bitterness and then finally to wrap up the series we will deal with how to overcome bitterness hallelujah hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 please read the book of hebrews yes. 12 15 looking diligently lest any man the grace of god please take it again looking diligently yeah lest any man fail of the grace of lest god any man fail of the grace of god lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you lest any root of bitterness somebody say root of bitterness root of oh, come bitterness. on shout it root of bitterness root of bitterness yeah go ahead and thereby many be defiled and thereby many be defiled bitterness has a way of defiling us or defiling people like i have already said and the bible speaks about the roots of bitterness in hebrews 12 15 it talks about the roots of bitterness there cannot be roots without first seeds being sown amen seeds have to be sown first before roots can be seen before roots can generate the thing about seeds is this that seeds when they are sown are not at eye level they are underground and so they are not in our uh, you know view they are not in our sight 
we cannot see it they are hidden in the ground if you were taken to a place a land where seeds have been sown freshly and you were taken to another place where no seeds have been sown it will be difficult to perceive between the two which one has seeds underground except you are talking about mounds of yam or other kinds of 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 planting that demands special attention but if you took for example an orange seed and you planted it in the ground it would be difficult for anybody who was not there when it was planted to tell that a seed has been sown that is exactly how the seeds of bitterness present they are hidden somewhere in our hearts and sown as a result of experiences that we go through in life and they are there they are hidden they are out there but as we begin to cultivate them and as life goes on in the fullness of time these things that are merely seeds in our lives begin to generate roots and you realize that when a root is generated it means that the tree itself is receiving strength to be solidified and withstand the vicissitudes of hallelujah the roots begin to permeate begin to spread begins to have tentacles that that spread abroad and the roots now begin to entangle our hearts and 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 strangle our hearts of affection bitterness you'll be surprised that one experience that somebody had in 2007 is still ringing in their mind still ringing in their hearts they still remember it I was telling the first service that sometimes you'll be surprised that one experience that a man or a woman had with a person of a certain tribe becomes the reason why he declares that everybody in that tribe cannot be a good person and he passes on that experience and that bitterness from generation to generation and so by a certain generation they don't even know why but they have been taught to know or believe that people from a certain tribe are not correct and that is the reality in which they walk because somebody experienced it several decades ago and it has been passed on bitterness can be transgenerational bitterness ask your neighbor are you bitter oh i'm sure nobody said i am bitter nobody said so if we'll add this one, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 to, and, uh, verses 31 and 32. Whilst Osofu is, is, is about to read that scripture, for those who are interested in the definition, let me give you this one. Bitterness is responding improperly to hurt. Responding improperly to hurt. The thing is that hurt is constant in life. People will hurt you, situations will hurt you, things will hurt you. But how we respond to these hurts is what determines whether or not uh, we become embittered. Hurt can manifest in the way uh, people speak to you or about you. Hurt can manifest in the way people treat you or the things that people do to you. Hurt can also manifest in a way that, uh, 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 in the way people take things from you that belong to you or that we think belong to us. So we read. We have come to draw, draw. Go ahead. The book of Ephesians yes, 4 sir. 31. Yes, sir. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger 
and clamor mm. and evil speaking yep. be put away from you with all malice. Let Th- these things be put away from you with all malice. 32. Yeah. And be ye kind one to another. That's right. Tender hearted. That's right. Forgiving one another. Okay. Even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven us. The first thing it lists in that long list of things to for us to put away from us is bitterness. Bitterness. Somebody say bitterness. Now there are certain experiences in life that can cause men to be bitter, that can cause women to be bitter. Number one, for example, assuming you are betrayed by somebody that you trusted, somebody that you are loyal to, somebody that you are committed to, dedicated to, and they betray your trust. Have you been there before? The truth of the matter is this, enemies don't betray because we don't expect anything good from enemies in the first place. So an enemy cannot betray. If betrayal is to be experienced, it can only be experienced from a friend or a trusted source, trusted person. There are times that you will confide in people, share some of your deepest thoughts and deepest secrets with men. There are times that you would want to pour yourself out in the moments of vulnerability into somebody. And sometimes those people that we trust turn around and they begin to stab us in the back. And so people have come out of such experiences and now they don't even want to have that kind of close relationship with people. People want to just keep to themselves and keep everything harbored and bottled inside. But you see, everything that is bottled inside one day will come out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People have shared intimate secrets with others and they have betrayed them. It is one of the means or one, one, one of the ways that people become better in life. If you've been there before, you will understand what I'm talking about. Where you trusted somebody only for you to go somewhere and hear things that they are saying about you that it is so and so person who said it. Another example, another experience is where you have worked hard, worked your socks off. You have done everything. You are the first to go to work. You are, you are all around. Everybody knows that as for you, you are a workaholic. You, you, you even take work home and continue working at home only to come back to work in the morning and work even some more. If, if there, there was a, an appropriate middle name to give to you to be work, that is all you do. And when it's time for promotion, they look at you bypass you and give it to somebody else that you think is undeserving from that day forward you become better about work you literally have to drag yourself out of bed drag yourself into a car and come to work and you are better inside everything you are you see when you are doing something from the realm of joy there is a way you do it effortlessly and there's a way it prospers but when you are doing it from a place of bitterness no matter how you do it it becomes laborious and you can't go very far with it that is why there are even some relationships that are doomed from the get-go because one or both parties are entering testing the waters with an experience of bitterness and so that has shaped the way they are presenting their hearts even in the in the in the relationship 
You have worked hard. Promotion time, they bypass you. Oh, if you have not been there before, you understand though. This is somebody's story I'm talking about. I'm dialing some numbers in church right now. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Another experience is where you are hurt by your own father or your own mother. Parent. I have met many people who come from backgrounds where their father or the mother or both have their special or favorite child among their children. They have decided that this is my favorite child. As for the rest of you, you can do whatever you want to do with your life. And so the rest of the siblings grow up with bitterness in their hearts. Others have, have experienced some things in the hands of, of, of family people that, that were supposed to take care of them, that were supposed to keep them, that were supposed to protect them. Those were the ones rather that took advantage of them. I know somebody who is today battling with feelings. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a man. Battling with feelings for other men because of an experience he had as a boy from his uncle. Uncle, the the person was supposed to be the protector and the one that guides him and takes care of him. Person abuses him and he has never been able to recover to this day. Bitterness. Seeds of bitterness. There are people who, see, they, they just pretend to to honor their fathers and their mothers because that is society's expectation of every, every child. And so they are just going with the flow and just, um, just letting everybody know that's my father, that's my But in their hearts, the bitterness is still there from what daddy did to them in 1916, from what mommy did to them in 2007, the pain is still there. In fact, as I'm speaking now, there are people in chess right now, the only reason you want to make it is because there's somebody who needs to know that you have made it. <laughs> somebody must see that after all, you didn't need them, you have made it. You must rub it in somewhere. Or am I talking to somebody? Some of you, it's your first boss who thought you, you couldn't make it without them. And because of that, your only prayer is God. You one Mercedes, one Mercedes. So I can drive back to that office. Amen. Experiences that put bitterness in our hearts. Last example of such experiences, and then we will look at the manifestations of bitterness. When your relationship doesn't work, a relationship in which you have sacrificed everything, you have poured yourself out, given your, your whole, and then it doesn't work. You, are so, you become so bitter. When you see a happy couple, all you can say to yourself is, it will end in tears. Amen. Everything that looks nice that looks happy doesn't look genuine to you there's something broken in your life that needs fixing because if that is the reality you are walking in that is the only reality you will know in life you will suspect anybody that wants to make you happy in any situation that wants to make there are people i have met whenever they are walking into a situation or a breakthrough they are nervous 
because they are not used to breakthroughs in their minds where they are coming from it must only be a place of bad news and a place of disasters and so when even god is about to do something in their life they are emotionally unprepared for the breakthrough there are some of you if your boss calls you tomorrow and says i, I want to increase your salary from four thousand cities to twenty thousand you may collapse so this one boss you i resign you want to sack me i've resigned hallelujah am i talking to somebody bitterness can be dangerous now manifestations of bitterness number one when you find somebody who is consistently cynical and and has a critical attitude about everything person is likely to be bitter it's a consistent cynic cynical about everything Ah, he proposed to me. He wants to marry me. Eh. What did he propose? What did he propose went? Ring. They said rings, no, it is a trample. Cannot see anything good in anything. Cannot see anything good in anything. Cynic. If you are that kind of person that criticizes everything. Now watch watch what is or what has become the focus of your criticisms it may give you an an indication of what you are bitter about if you find yourself constantly criticizing marriages check it see there is a way the world has painted marriages these days there is a way the picture has been painted there is a way the narrative is being driven. But you see, for every bad news you hear, there could be 10 possible good news you never heard. The difference is bad news sells more. Am I talking to somebody? And so bad news will reach farther than the good news. For every pastor you heard that killed their wife, there are hundreds of others that are chilling their wives. What are you talking about? whatever becomes the focus of your criticisms over time consistently every time it may give an indication into which aspect of your life you are bitter about some people have been hurt so bad by church the churches they grew in or the churches they attended such that everything about church makes them bitter unless the subject of church is not raised you will see the way they will open up and the way they will say things and you see that you see genuinely they are speaking from a place of bitterness a place of hurt you will not understand because of some experience they have painted every church black can I go there so they find themselves consistently criticizing church cynical being cynical and being critical you'll find somebody suffer person says that's for me i don't do family the world the world helps more than family strangers these days help more than family check it some family have hurt him 
He's in pain because of some family. Am I preaching to somebody now? Number two, manifestation of bitterness. Finding pleasure in speaking negatively about someone or something in particular. Finding pleasure in speaking negatively. When you, you're always finding pleasure in speaking negatively about someone, you, you may be bitter about the person. You may, be, you may be bitter about something, about someone consistently speaking negative. Like I used in the other example, find yourself suffer every day. Church, 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 Every day, oh, banks, 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 banks these days, banks, banks. You may be hurt. There may be bitterness in your heart. Or when you hear the name Michael, now we've What's it, Michael? When you hear the name Michael, just say now with because of your first love, Michael, who caused you pain. And don't say Michael. Why? Why? Why not the name Michael? Somebody say Michael. Oh, come on, shout it, Michael. <laughs> yeah. So when you hear Michael, ah, another one. So better. Better. Some guy girl broke your heart. So on your on the path of life, you meet this nice damsel. So ah, I think I like you. What is your name? Nah. Oh soon as he says now, another of the same kind. Don't bring your find yourself. Continuously speaking ill, negative, and you, you derive pleasure from it. You need to watch it. Number three, when you are in the habit of making people dislike somebody, just as you dislike them. Let me put it well. When you are trying to get others to dislike somebody and take your side, consistently trying to get people to dislike someone, and, and to take your side. You see, when you are not better and you've moved on, from an experience, you have moved on. You just keep living your life, keep going. When you are always trying to get somebody to dislike a person you dislike, for whatever reason, and for them to, to take your side, you are bitter about something. One of the things I have learned in life is never to take a side till I have heard both sides of the story. And that's something I consistently teach my pastors. Because you see, everybody that tells their story has a way of presenting it to look nice. Has a way of articulating the same circumstance and the same situation, they'll present it nicely so you can, you can uh, uh, you know, uh, like their stance and like where they are coming from. But if you make a premature judgment and the next person also comes to present their issue, you realize you are confused. Hallelujah. When, when, when people are presenting their story, 
and, and so they always start with, oh, and and I'm impo. At the end of the day, I make say, oh. Have you seen that thing? The oh is supposed to soothe and milden the impact of whatever they said. But truth be told, when they actually say, they didn't say oh. But in communicating it to get you to gravitate to, to their side, you say, and I make say, oh. Never rush to a side until you have heard everything that happened. And so, if you are always in the place of getting people, so be, be, that's why I say don't, don't walk in life with borrowed enemies if people are better and they are running and they are carrying their enemies on their heads in life don't go and join them and borrow some of the enemies for your journey look without, even, without your help or assistance you will have enemies on your way when the Lord lifts you somebody will not like it when the Lord promotes you somebody will not like it when you are married somebody will not like it when you give birth somebody will hate it so even by living your life as you are people will come your way who will be your enemies one way or the other by default don't go about borrowing other people's enemies for your journey Hallelujah. You are always getting people to side with you. Side with you. And dislike somebody else. You are bitter. One of the things I was always very careful of in my days in corporate world is, is walking with people who were bitter about the work we were in. I was very careful about that. Because they would give you a warped warped perception of the place you are in and bitterness has a way it, it can be transmitted through the air it's more dangerous than corona because you can't diagnose it with any physical thing so in an atmosphere of bitterness it, it, you can contract it when people are bitter in the office you spend half the day complaining about everything that is wrong in the office. Before long, if you're a new person and you just join them, you start having those same conversations, those same thoughts will be in your mind. Those same, your mindset will be filled the same way. You may not be happy with a with place and you have the right not to be happy. It may not be satisfying all your needs and truly it may not. But whilst you are there, and whilst you are, it is paying for your bills, bless the Lord for it as you believe him for the next level. Don't be bitter whilst you are there. Because where you are that you are bitter about, that you are not grateful for, is somebody else's prayer topic. If you leave tomorrow morning, you'll be shocked how many people want that place. And I will apply for it. Whenever you are in a place and you look ahead it looks nice it looks beautiful it looks desirous then you move into the place that you used to desire and suddenly over time the thing that you used to desire at first now becomes commonplace 
and your system and your life becomes used to it such that if you are not careful you begin to despise it because you are focused on the next level so much that you have forgotten that there was a time that you where you are now was where you were desiring are you with me now and if you don't enjoy it now and you are looking so much ahead that you are better now even when you move ahead you can't also enjoy it because over time the same way you used to feel about where you were you start feeling about where you are let me add the last the last uh, manifestation of bitterness and then we will pray experiencing outbursts of anger outbursts of anger outbursts of anger like I told you when something is bottled in there you have a, a bottle of coke and you are shaking it and shaking it and because wh whether I like it or not life will shake you yeah Life will, it will cost you small. Life will, has a way of tossing you to and fro. And if you have it bottled in you, something one day will burst out of you and everybody will be shocked. Ah, are you the one? There are people suffer. They are married. Everything seems bottled, 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 bottled. One day, I seem to be too amount. This small issue, it is, not, it is not because of the issue. It is as a result of things that have been bottled in, in, you know, over the years that this one has become the trigger that has unleashed it. Outbursts of anger. Those of, those of you who, who drive, have you seen the angry people all around the streets of Accra? Ah, I remember there was a day I was going home. I was driving. I think, how do you call that place? After East Junction. There's some, I just go in. So, and um, I had right of way. This guy, Uber driver or something, he was just entering, entering. I got there, I just hung. And I was going, I was looking at him. He said, oh, saw, saw, saw. No, I couldn't believe it. Ah, me, that I have my right of way. <laughs> so awful. Me, that I am driving on my own way. Oh, you will even say, oh, sorry, sir. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Many troubled people bottled up anger. Angry men all around. And you know the funny thing, Sofo? Sometimes, the quietest of people can be the bitterest people you can find. The, the most bitter people you can find in life. They are so quiet. They don't like talking. It's like they are almost shy. So somebody steps on somebody's toe. And they will, they will release something. Hey! A small combo. A combo. Hallelujah. Bottled up anger. Don't allow bitterness to fester. Don't allow it to be inside there. See, we are just giving people free ride in our lives. Free ride in our heads. 
you meet the person you are supposedly angry with and bitter about you've been bitter about the person since university days you meet them five years along the line ten years they don't even remember but you are still bitter and so you are relating with them from the realm of bitterness you are expecting them to know that you are bitter against them they don't also remember and you are working in life with that on kaipo and on also kesia noye oni hao njoye kesi also for an hour bitterness bitterness next week i'll finish with the manifestations of bitterness and then we'll look at the effects of bitterness i'll be sharing with you some you'll be surprised some researches that have been done even in the medical field that links um bitterness to some 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 issues some issues some issues lift up your right hand Thank you, Lord. You never leave me. You said that you won't forsake me. You walk beside me. And that is all that matters. You never leave me. You never leave me. You said that you won't forsake me. You walk beside me. You walk beside me. Yeah. And that is all the matter. You never leave me. You never leave me. Oh. You said that you won't forsake me. You walk beside me. You walk beside me. Yeah. And that is all the matter. The sun won't smite me. The sun won't smite me. And the moonlight will not hurt me. The flood will sweep me. The flood will sweep me. Yeah. The Lord, you are my uncle. The sun won't smite me. The sun won't smite me. Yeah. And the moonlight will not hurt me. Flood will sweep me. The flood will sweep me. The Lord, you are my uncle. Hallelujah. We will sing. Just worship him. Just worship. Hallelujah. As we are worshiping. Seeds of bitterness are leaving. You are receiving healing in your soul. Hallelujah. We will sing. We will sing. Hallelujah. Every knee will bow down. Every knee will bow down. Every tongue confess and say. Hallelujah. 
Father to child, spirit to spirit, lighted by your word. And with your breath of life, that's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. Father to child. Father to child. Spirit to spirit. Enlightened by your word. And with your breath of life. That's how I come alive. That's how I change my world. Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name upon me, please. Just breathe your name upon me. Just breathe your name upon me, please. Your hair will hang a your name. Your hair will hang a your name. Channels of my spirit open up. Please rise to your feet wherever you are. I am with the Father. Open up. No boundaries, no limits. No boundaries, no limits. Open up. Let deep call unto you. Open up. Channels of 
that in these times, in these seasons, if there are any seeds of bitterness in our hearts, you are praying that the Lord help us to get rid of it. Any roots of bitterness that have developed over the years through experiences of our actions and inactions, may God himself strengthen and empower us to uproot these roots. Lift up your voice, begin to pray for yourself. Every seed of bitterness, everything that resembles bitterness, everything that looks like bitterness, by the power in that name of Jesus, Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.